Existential, the podcast aimed at reminding you that it's okay to be human. We listen to human stories and human experiences, and we wrestle with issues of justice, faith, and culture. I'm your host, Corey Leak. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the latest episode of Existential. Um, today I have a guest with me that most of you probably know, an incredible artist and activist and writer and, I don't know, a bunch of other stuff. Propaganda's with us, man. Thanks for coming on the show today. What's up with it, man? Thank you for having me. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you. What you been up to? Man, uh, kind of same, same old, you know, writing, you know what I mean? Like getting together some new music. I was, before we was on this call, I was putting on a Nexo Politics podcast. I was working on that. And okay. uh, yeah, I'm I'm grinding like you are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we all got to, man. We have to. Right? We have to. I first saw you um, at Catalyst, I think it was. Mm. So mm-hmm. you know, I think it's interesting because a lot of us Black folks, our paths somehow or somewhat cross through that whole yeah. experience of being having proximity to that. Like, yeah. white folks loved you. They probably still do love you. But like yeah. that crowd of white folks absolutely loved you. Like, like what, yeah. what, what was that like? Are you still connected to a I, lot of that? Or I mean, like, what, what, I don't, what there's part of me that <laughs> still doesn't understand. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, but um, that was like, I, I don't know. You know, um, I think now the catalyst world per se, I don't even know if it still exists, you know, uh, yeah. as far as like, this like, you know, pulling 10,000 people, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, to their uh, conferences and stuff. But like for me, I, um, since I was like, I didn't, you know, I was doing rap, I was doing hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, and poetry, but I didn't do, I didn't grow, go sort of the, the, the Christian rapper route in the sense mm-hmm. of like, I wasn't getting booked for like youth groups and stuff. Like I was mm-hmm. getting booked for these like conferences for adults, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, one, because of the type of rap I was doing, I'm rapping about gentrification and you know what I'm saying? So like, so I was rapping yeah. adult themes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, and then I was doing poetry, which was something that was like, for that crowd, they were like, oh, I could, I understand mm-hmm. this. There's no music, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's poetry, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe the entry point was a little easier for them because it was poetry and not just like straight rapping to them. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be one part. But then secondly, I feel like, yeah, the part that I don't know is like I I wasn't familiar with anyone right when I got there. Yeah. And I just kept it a buck. And I was like, I only know I only have my work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I could only perform my my poems and my songs, you know what I'm saying? And when they asked me to like, they was like, yo, like the as a matter of fact, it's a funny story. My first time at Catalyst, like, man, I ain't get no sound check. I ain't get no like, like they didn't. You know what I mean? Because I came on a on a uh, on a recommendation of the DJ they booked, my homeboy Bobito, and you know, and oh, they were wow. like, and he was like, "Dude, you want spoken word? I have a guy." And they were like, "All right, whatever." You know what I'm saying? And then I did it and smashed it. And mm-hmm. then backstage, like really low key, like two people like stopped me and was like, "That's what I'm looking for." One was um uh the homie Judd uh Wilhite in mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. you know in vegas yeah, so yeah he stopped yeah. me and was like i this is different like this what i'm looking for and you know it's he got this big mega church out of vegas mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. vegas though you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so he like mm-hmm. we dealing with real ones out here 
you know, know for saying? sure. So him and then Rick Warren, while he's being chased around in the green room, he stopped what he was doing, looked me in the face and was like, you are a prophet of our generation. And then turned to the room and was like, listen, stop the room. And was like, who, y'all need to book him. Like wow. everybody, everybody in this room, at some point you need to book him. And I think those two cosigns was like, all right, that's it. You know what I mean? But like, wow. I didn't pursue it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't know none of these people. Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. You know? And, um, and it was times that I was sitting in the green room, like this, what, what is going on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause like I'm from LA. So I'm right, like, right. I know, a, I know a Hollywood green room when I see one. Yeah. And I felt like, man, y'all like, this like the JV squad out here, man. Like y'all, mm-hmm. y'all really think y'all stars, you know? And mm-hmm. it was just so yeah. interesting to me, you know, but again, like I, I like when you meet a real one, you meet a real one, like, and there's real ones everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. that's kind of what happened backstage. You connect with, you know, you meet fools that are real and you connect with them and, and it's like, whatever's happening with the event or not, it don't make no difference to me. That fool's a real one. I'm going to roll with him. You know what I mean? Mm. That's interesting, man, because, you know, I, I often would get that profit moniker too, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and oftentimes to me, it's almost like, you know, we don't really know where to place you. You know what I'm saying? That's it's still, it it's still kind of a outside thing. You know, the prophet yeah. is still not really like inside really the structure. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he's saying stuff that like you know y'all need to hear. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say it, but yeah, he's saying stuff that that's basically that's what it sounded like to me. That it was just like, <laughs> dang, yeah, like that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, like he's saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it was funny because I I felt like man, like man, y'all paying me to come telling you tell you you wrong, tell you all the stuff you already know, like right you really need me to tell you this, you know what I'm saying? Was, but I'm like, I mean, if they cutting the check, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, you feel me? Yeah. Eat. You know, but yeah, I didn't have, I didn't have the, like, the disillusionment, the, you know, the, like the, the, a lot of the pain that came from, you know, issues of a lot of our people of color that came from out of that world, mm-hmm. because I feel like personally, because I never really felt very invested in it. Mm. like you know what i'm saying i was like i got my own i got my own friends i got my own homie i got my own things i'm working on you know what i'm saying and like i said who i who i link with i link with you know what i mean and like if we if we're linked we're linked you right. feel me so like right. and if you happen to be in charge of this thing that's dope cool i'm coming because i rock with you yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying not because i'm so worried about like this movement or nothing i'm like i rock with you so i'm gonna be here you know what i'm saying so i think being able to have that like my, my wife talks about that too like uh, being able to have this like ability to to detach from stuff and just kind of be like, look, that's that's work, that's mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. These are the homies. Mm-hmm. These are my folks, and wow. it's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's interesting to me. Uh, one of the things I've been thinking about a lot lately is is sort of that that you're speaking to is when you start to do movement work or activism or yeah. whatever have you you interact with a lot of circles. Yeah. Like, and there are some people in this circle who don't rock with people in this circle and people don't mm-hmm. rock with people in this circle and you rock with all of them. Mm-hmm. How do you manage that, man? How do you manage like, you know, this person has beef with this person over here who I'm, yeah, I'm friends yeah, with. Yeah. I consider them a real one. I consider them like yeah. somebody I can trust, but now you got beef with them. Like, how, how do you manage yeah. that? That's good, man. Because I mean, that actually grows back to like just growing up in the hood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And being like, 
not a like i'm not a gangbanger you know what i'm saying but i grew up in gangbanging areas you know what i'm saying so when you affiliated it's like what i know is like i'm not going here at y'all's beef you know what i'm saying yo your problem with him is your problem with him you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. and don't don't pull me into that you feel me because then mm -hmm. now now we all get when the drive-by happened and i'm guilty by association <laughs> now we you know all in saying? trouble now right. we all in trouble i'm like right. hold up homie you know what i'm saying so like you have your small list of like these are the dudes i'll take bullets for these are my rider dies you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying and it's like this this will always be that and that's unbreakable you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying mm -hmm. but everybody else is like look man like i don't i i i don't I don't wear your rag. Like mm -hmm. I just live mm -hmm. over here. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. that's y'all yeah. stuff. You feel me? So having that sort of like coming from the city, being like, I like, look, I got to navigate all this. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. I have to, I'm walking, going from one high school, from high school to home, you walking through four, mm -hmm. you walking through four hoods. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm like, right. I can't, I can't take, I can't look, I need to be able to make it home. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. like, I'm good with all them. That, that stuff you got with that dude, that's that's your stuff. You feel me? Um, and if you continue to be like, show yourself, it's again with the hood folks, like using the comparison, it's like, I show you that like, look it, I'm not talking about you to them and I'm not talking about them to you. Mm. You see that? Like, you don't, you don't get mm. that from me. You mm. feel me? Um, mm. You can vent, but like, you ain't going to look, you ain't here for me. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And even right, and right. even and even when you start venting, I'm be like, hold up, hold up. I don't need to know this. You yeah. feel me? Like, yo, yeah, keep, yeah, yeah. keep that to yourself. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like you talking about your homies, that that stuff you got with them fools, like that's that's y'all. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? So I think that yeah. like I've carried that into like my professional work to where it's like, yo, it's real clear. Like none of y'all, I'm not I don't belong in none of y'all's tribes. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you could you could, you, I come in, you know what I'm saying? You, a lot of times I've been weaponized by mm. a particular tribe to be like, well, prop says this, this, and this. And like, I don't, I don't correct them, but I also don't affirm them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you like, you know, when, when the whole like black reform thing happened, you know what I'm saying? And fools was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? So prop wanted to reform. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to fight you over it, man. Like, you know, and then these fools was like, well, you know, prop come from this. And he said, I'm like, all right, all right. Prop with social. Uh, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, just not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you over it, man. Like, that's you look, you gave came up with those definitions, not me. I never claimed any of them. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I think that for me, it was always that. It was just you I learned how to navigate it by like you know, being this black kid in this like Mexican hood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I better learn how to like, that's your beef is your beef. That's you super know? interesting, dude, because, you know, we, what we know about hip hop culture is that it is a reflection of what you see around you. Like, yeah. so when NWA came out, the reason why people loved it so much is because like they're giving us a glimpse of what happens who they where were. they live. Yep. And you also hear a lot of like, the what I learned on the street, I applied to my yeah. new business, which is hip hop. Yeah, and, and until you just said all that, I had never really actually like made that connection that it's actually like I learned something doing this other thing. Yeah, that I'm bringing over here, and Absolutely. I think part of the reason why I think there's a disconnect is because I feel like the United States treats the hood like there's absolutely nothing to learn from it. It's something absolutely. to be avoided, stay out of, be afraid of. Yeah, but there's these life lessons that like are going yeah. around the world now from Bruh. the hood. 
I'm re like the pod I'm recording. I'm, my show's called Hood Politics, and I'm trying to explain why, how throughout all of history, empires have a 250 year lifespan, mm -hmm. and like, and if you don't, if you if you don't think America ain't on the down on the downswing, you're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, and I'm like, and you know it because you understand hoods. And I'm like, it's 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 real simple. It's like, look, you know, you was getting picked on. You and your friends was getting picked on by this hood that was up, these dudes that was up at one, one point you going to decide, listen, I'm tired of y'all not going to pick on us no more, mm. you know, and you mm. going, you going to watch them and you going to catch them slipping one day. You going to see that like they, they beefing with each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They, these fools, they fools loud, you know, loud as a motorbike. <laughs> ain't going to bust a fruit. They going to bust a grape for the fruit. Like you realize like, oh, y'all all talk. Then you swing yeah. on them, lay them fools out. Now everybody see like, oh, wait, like, Okay, mm -hmm. we got. Oh, let me roll with y'all. Y'all got it now. Now you up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if you up, you better start getting this money. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? How you gonna get this money? Well, you need to make some friends with some rivals. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get that work. Gotta get that weight. You gotta throw the best parties. Get mm -hmm. your money up. And then once you get your money up, you know, okay, now you now you myth making. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. hey, look, this our block. This is what we do. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put you on. You are gonna fly this flag. You know what I'm saying? Like you rep your hood everywhere you go. You feel me? Take take it. Take the hood with you everywhere you go. You take it with you, right? eventually you're going to have a new generation of people that didn't have to fight the way you fought. Mm. All they know is all they know is up and mm. they think you all heads. All y'all talking about, oh, oh man, you know what I'm saying? The greatest generation. These kids don't know how to work anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, cause all we know is up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. then eventually somebody going to see the cracks. You mm. feel me? Somebody going to see the cracks in your armor and be like, dang, y'all, y'all disagree a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then somebody going to be like, hey, you know what? We out here foot soldiering. We out here, you know, catching cases, catching misdemeanors, but we not getting the money. Mm. The OG's getting the money. I don't I don't know how that's so that's that wealth gap. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you watching the wealth gap. Wealth gap happened in the block just like it happened in the government. You know what I'm saying? And then you realize, how are we getting this work? How are we getting these bricks? And it's like, mm. oh, we borrowing them. We mm. ain't we ain't paid to connect back in years. Eventually, the connect gonna be like, I need my money. Mm. You ain't got it. <laughs> you got to make up the money, or you got to borrow from somebody else to pay this fool. Wow. Eventually, it's gonna be some young shooters that's watching all this happen, and they gonna say, Hey, listen, I'm tired of them being up. Then the empire fall, and I'm like, you see it all. You see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you like, all you got to do is, all you got to do is, like you say, all you got to do is understand if you lived here, you just need somebody to explain it to you that like, nah, these people are not smarter than you. Everything you learned out there in them streets, you can apply to this. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. And it's like, it's, it's amazing too, because what we see in like the, the wisdom of scripture is mm -hmm. really it's hood wisdom. It really it's like, is. It's, it's people who, like, didn't have anything. It's exactly what it is. Exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> it's like, look, you make a dollar out of 15 cents. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you, don't trust no, you don't trust no overseer. You feel me? Like, I don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and like you understand that understand this stuff is transactional. Your real ones are your real ones. Your shooters are your shooters. You need a ride or die. You feel me? I don't spend money I ain't got. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You got no new friends. You feel me? Like, it's just, yeah. it's all the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? It is. It's all, and, it, and I think, like, 
I, I think sometimes folks like myself who had a lot of proximity to white, white evangelicalism can gaslight ourselves out of, out of the old wisdom we got from our grandparents, from our aunts and uncles, from living in the hood, from all of these things. Like, you know, I mean, from the 10, 10 crack commandments to like, you know, all these things that like people live by those things. Yeah. And these verses are verses. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly what, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 I had, I had my time where I looked back at, you know, Grandma and great grandma and him, and I was like, man, I, don't, I ain't going, I ain't going to church with y'all, man. Like, oh y'all, they just moaning and you know what I'm saying. And you know, you you like, man, I like this rigor, this you know what I'm saying, this like mm-hmm. scriptural rigor, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and you know, and 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 that allure of like where it's like it's tapping that part of your brain rather than your heart, you know what I mean? And then you out here like down in a faith, and you come out the other end of that, and you like, dang. Hey, Mama Winnie, the holiest person I knew, mm. you know, and you're like, oh, mm. oh, mm-hmm. I missed it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I had to I had to like I've said it before, like had to like retroactively, you know, post, you know, posthumously like ask grandma and them for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, man, mm. I pop, like, man, please forgive me. I can't believe I doubted you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yes, yeah, right. You, you gaslight yourself. Mm. Man, bro. So, dude, I, I I watched you speak one time, um, probably back in 2016. I was mm. doing a, a, you know, Q Commons conferences would do these like, yeah, pockets, and they do the bigger one. And you were on the, you were main stage, had like a 20 minute talk or something. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I, I was like googling half the shit you were saying. <laughs> so yes. I like, like, I don't like. I, I just remember being like, though, that was the that was the smartest speech. Let's go. That I've heard, and real talk, I'm like, I'm. I think I'm looking at like I'm looking at your hair. I'm looking at you, like you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like you present yourself in a way that's like, yo, I'm just here. Yeah. Whereas a lot of us that grew up around white folks were like, you know, I got to alter this look. I got to talk a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Like, how did you? I mean, you maybe mentioned a little bit earlier, but I would love to hear more about like how you had this sort of internal fortitude to go. I'm gonna just show up as me. The, yeah. the, the package is the package. I'm going to say these words and y'all going to be like, yo. <laughs> yeah, man, that's interesting. Cause it's like a, a lot of it, like I didn't, I really didn't put that much thought into it. You know, mm. I like, I didn't. And I think it's because, yeah, like, you know, when you out West, mm. you know, I'm in California. I'm like, I don't, the, none of everything. And it's like, some of it's just that LA arrogance where it's like, Everything seems like JV to me if it's not LA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. For so, sure. so, for so sure. part of me feels like, well, y'all, y'all want to come here. Y'all mm-hmm. are mimicking the culture I grew up in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? As far as like the fanciness, the flashy, you know what I'm saying? The stages and stuff like that. So I always felt like I don't, I'm not, I'm barely taking this serious. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In, in the sense of, in the sense, like some of this is unconscious, like it's unconscious. yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I, I just, I'm not taking it serious. Um, you know, others of uh, other part of it was like, I, I naivety, like I didn't know mm-hmm. no better. I didn't mm-hmm. know what I was saying was like somehow shocking and provocative. 
Mm. Like, I didn't think it was, again, because I'm from out west. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My father's a Black Panther. Like, I grew up in these stories. I grew Mm -hmm. up in these things. So I was like, I don't, what I'm saying, and I remember that one you talk about, like, I did it. It's so funny looking back at it now. I was like, I did 20 minutes on critical race theory. You did. Yeah, I was like, you absolutely did. I was Definitely like, did. and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking <laughs> back, and I'm like, I did this. This is 2000. I did a whole thing, and y'all. Done, I was like, I, I wonder if they pulled it down. Like, I haven't checked, but I'm like, this critical. I, are y'all serious? Like, mad about this? I was like, I did 20 minutes at your conference. That's what I thought. This is critical race. That's why I even told you the lady name. I was like, her name is Kimberly Crenshaw. She has a theory called critical race. I told you exactly what I was going to talk about. And then explained it to you. And now you're telling me, oh, you're new. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've been like, you know what I'm saying? To me, I was like, this ain't new. This is from the 60s. So Mm. I didn't know it was like a thing. And, And then at the same time, it's like, yeah, like I... I have this belief of like, you know, whatever I present to you is what you're going to expect from me. Mm. So if I present to you something that I'm not, every time I show up, I got to go be that. And Mm. to me, I'm like, that's exhausting. I'm not going to do that. So you need to know out front. This who I am. I'm a, you know, of course, I'm going to wash my face and put on some face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be raggedy. You know what I'm saying? But like, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, like I have dreadlocks. I wear flannels. I wear chucks. I'm from L.A. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I'm saying especially like, you know, actually now I think about it more. I'm like, I'm looking at these white boys and I'm like, they're just inexpensive jeans. Those are jeans. I'm like, that's jeans and a button up. They just cost more. And I'm like, or you just jeans, tucked it in. You know, you got, you, you, you know, it it's just, but and it's I'm still like, jeans and a T-shirt. That's jeans, jeans and, and a T-shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you wearing jeans? I'm wearing jeans. You okay? Yeah, yours was three hundred dollars, but I'm like, do they look better than mine? I don't think they look better than mine. <laughs> so to me, it was a little bit of that where I was like, I just, I think some, like I said, some of this was unconscious, but I think a lot of it was like, yeah, I just, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, you know. I, I did my homework, did my research, I presented some. You gave me a topic, I tried to give it to you. You know what I'm saying? I try to be a good communicator. You know what I mean? And also, I think there's a little bit with that world was like they're used to people coming up in their ranks rather than mm-hmm. somebody doing they 10,000 hours somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, that's what happened. For sure. For I sure. did my 10,000 hours somewhere else. Yeah. So by yeah. the time I got there, I was already like, I know how to, I know how to yeah. do this. You know that I mean? is, that is a distinction. That's different. That's really different because it, it is the, the 10,000 hours somewhere else part is fascinating because then, you know, you came to me and, I don't owe you nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, you didn't mentor me. You didn't give me, I'm not so grateful for this. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, like with, with, what Drake said, F all that happy to be here that y'all want me on. Like, it's like, I don't have to, I don't have to come here with the happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. Like you You reached out to me. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly So I've always had that attitude. I'm like, well, you booked me. And like I said, I only have my songs. I only have my content. Like I, I mean, you could have, you have all the money in the world. You could have booked whoever you wanted. You opened up some sort of thing. And even if it was one of those, like, the booking agent was like, well, Lecrae costs this much. You know, Trip costs this much. <laughs> or Prop costs this. And they like, well, we could afford Prop. And I'm like, well, that's your bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you should have done your homework. <laughs> yeah, you should have done your homework or get your weight up. I can only do what I got. And and then exactly. and then and then when it's like that, it's like for something like a conference, then you say, it's ha- I remember this happened once where like somebody asked me to come do like their junior high like pastor conference event. And I thought to myself, whatever I'm not gonna want to do whatever other bookings come out of that. Mm. Like, I don't want to go perform for junior hires. I don't have no mm. content that matches them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to do this conference because I don't want anything that comes from it. Mm. So so I've always had that attitude. It's like, if I'm not going to want what's going to come from it, then why am I going to go do this? It, but if I'm like down to go do something that's going to present things that I would like to continue to do, then yeah, I'm going to go do this. So, so Q made sense to me. I'm like, yeah, I want to go like, I'm gonna go get these white people some game. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 So then yeah, bring me out. So let's let's cut let's 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 dive even deeper. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm down to do something. Catalyst was the same way. I was like, well, if I got all these, I got all these white pastors from across the world, and I'm like, of at least that was my first thought. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have all these white pastors across the world. You know what I'm saying? I if I get out here and I show my full self, and if you book me, it's like you know what it is. True. You, yeah. you, you saw who I was. Yeah. You feel me? I wasn't just another face, you know what I'm saying, on the yeah. stage. I ain't come up here and do no worship songs with y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you booking me for that, I'm like, I, 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 don't, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, what you're describing, man, is a, is a beautiful freedom. It's a, man, thank you. It's a, it's a freedom that, that like I can exist as me. Mm-hmm. And you take it or you leave it, and and I also then have the freedom to say no because I know that it's, it it don't match. Yeah, like what you what you're about and what I'm about doesn't match, and I'm not so starving that I need to like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And even and I and I kind of get the vibe that even if it is starving, it's like you have this sense of freedom. It's like look, I'll make it. I'll make it another way. Exactly. Before I compromise who I am in order to uphold an empire that's crumbling anyway. That's that, and that's that hood mentality. Yeah, that's that. Like, we gonna get it. I'll get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not afraid to work. I've been poor. Like, I'm not afraid to. Mm. I can work. You know what I'm saying? And I think that now there were times that like what I used to call like Walmart gigs. So let me not let me not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, all right, man. This this look. This youth camp. This youth winter camp. That's quite a bag. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's three days of my life. I like homeboy. Like, I mean, he cool dude. Yeah, yeah, Let's just yeah, go yeah. do it. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. Um, you know, some of the conferences, there was some of them, some of them, some of the youth youth conferences I might have done was out of just naivety, where there mm-hmm. was like, damn, I really don't like this, but I'm gonna make it something that I like. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you realize like, damn, these fools underpaying you, you know what I'm saying? taking ownership you feel me like they cutting the merch at 30 percent, and i'm like 30 i was like yo i played rock the bells and they you know what i'm saying yeah, you play yeah, we playing like yeah. smoke out smoke fest you know what i'm saying they only taking 15 you know what i'm saying wow. i'm like you taking 30 like wow. there's nowhere in the industry that's like 30 percent <laughs> it's not even like a real music festival you know what i'm saying <laughs> you feel me and i'm like you talking about 30 percent, man i'm not coming back you know <laughs> Yeah, man. So you, so your dad was a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I'm gonna ask you. I'm, I'm like, I'm verbally almost processing this question because I, I'm seeing this interesting juxtaposition, at least from the um, 
the way the world views it of mm -hmm. Black Panther father and Christian affiliation, right? Like yeah. what what of, of the two of those, how are you influenced by both? I know Lecrae would say he was not a Christian rapper. He was a Christian who rapped and people made a, you know, yeah. had a whole dialogue around that. Yeah. Like you kind of in a different, I think just juxtaposition, like black yeah. Panther perceived as what it is. And then Christian, yeah. you know, seems he to be owned by white good. folks, you know? Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you sit in that? Yeah, it's, it's, it, it was for years, a tug of war, you know, I think again, I think again, like uh, the X factor is being out West again, is mm -hmm. like that we didn't have a, this isn't a Bible belt state, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we didn't yeah. have a lot of the uh, trappings of sort of traditional white evangelicalism, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, or at least if we did, I wasn't a part of it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I think there's that. I think also my, the, the tug of war within my dad, you know what I'm saying? Of him, like, mm -hmm. considering Islam for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But having that, like, my dad's my dad's originally from Texas, you know? And so him having that Southern Baptist preacher, you know, roots mm -hmm. with his uncles that were, mm -hmm. like, you know, two were absolute criminals. The other ones were, you know, citizens of Zion, missionary Baptist church out in Compton, California. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we all came out here. So you had that, you know, and his, you know, his missionary grandma you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like so like him having that like that southern black church roots in him um and then going to see you know lewis farrakhan you know 44th central you know with yeah. the panther spot out here in la him going to see Doc, you know lewis farrakhan and kind of being like him feeling like oh they they hustling money you know what i'm saying and just kind of mm -hmm. like his antennas of like i mean i'm i'm digging all this you know he went off to vietnam then he did Afro studies major. So he's, he would had a, such a, a, a root of who he was in his history that when presented by the time I was born, you know, mm -hmm. and old enough to understand what was happening, like both was in my house like that. Wow. We were going to church, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the five kingdoms of West Africa were on our walls, you know what I'm saying? So like, wow. They were both there. I didn't. I ain't know nothing about no Disney. I ain't know nothing about that. But I can tell you. About, <laughs> I can tell you about the Timbuktu Road. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know. Like that was just that was our house. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's funny mm -hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? And then like I did. I remember I did a book report uh, where they asked us, you know, to find like a history hero, or whatever. I did one on Nat Turner <laughs> at my school, <laughs> and they called my parents like, "Yo." Is this this what are you doing? My dad was like, "Yes, that's the one he's doing." <laughs> and it was like, and I was like, "What? What's the problem?" Like, I didn't, I didn't think it was a big deal because that's that, those were the stories I grew up in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, having said that, you know the church we were in, like we were a you know black and Mexican church. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We was outside. You know what I'm saying? Like you know it was. So we had. I didn't. That the whiteness of the church for me wasn't mm -hmm. until I was an adult mm -hmm. until I started traveling to when I was like, Oh, because I thought that, I thought that was weird. Like I didn't, you know what I'm saying? We just didn't have no interactions with it. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Um, except for when they would like, you know, you'd buy like curriculum from Nashville or something. And then, but our youth leaders, when we were at church, they would like, 
take it, take it apart and retool it and mm -hmm. make it again and make it match to fit mm -hmm. our context. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So like, I didn't know it was, I didn't know all that was happening. You know what I'm saying? Um, hmm. And I knew like, I knew, I knew St. Augustine was North African. Like I, like I knew that already. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew the first, you know, Christian city was in Ethiopia. Like, so I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what do you mean white church? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, what? Just look at the map. What are y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? So I didn't, it was, it was unfamiliar to me. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I like, but I, I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't know people studied Puritans and like, I didn't know that until I was a professional artist. Amazing. I didn't That's know, crazy. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then when they started on stage talking about the Puritans, I was like, what? <laughs> and I was baffled. I was like, wait, and I'm looking around like nobody's, nobody got an issue with this. Like, I just, like, I, I swear to you, dog, like I, I was dumbfounded. So when I spoke up and would put that stuff in my music and then it was these lightning rods across evangelicalism. I was like, what are you, what? What do you what? mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Y'all don't all know this? You know yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's interesting because like Andre and I have been having a conversation and, and it, it I also had it a little bit with Candace Benbow when she came on to talk about her book, Red Lip Theology, mm -hmm. um, about this idea that deconstruction is not really a conversation black folks yeah. would be having in the absence of white people. Like, like if it wasn't for white evangelicalism. Cause I'm listening to you like, okay, yeah, I grew up in the AME church, but I left AME church pretty early on to be around a, a lot of white evangelicals. So for mm -hmm. me, deconstruction was like, I needed to peel back. I didn't know uh, St. Augustine was black. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about North Africa until I started reading the yeah. theological books like six years ago. Yeah. So none of, I didn't know any of that stuff. In mm -hmm. fact, I mean, I've said this before. I thought like the first, I think the first Jesus I saw that wasn't white looked like you. That one of mm -hmm. uh the one of the the, the Jesus is like he, he's yoked and he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and I'm like like but like that to me I had to deconstruct to even be able to see that as Jesus yeah. even though I grew up in the AME church yeah you know what I'm saying but you're like you're talking about like what do you mean like I this is this is this is what it was it was nothing different yeah man it was like I I um I credit a lot to like our for my like first church you know that I remember the first church I remember. You know, they were, we had a black pastor. It wasn't a, it wasn't an AME church, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But we had a black pastor, but he was, he was brilliant. Like he was a college professor. So he was a very mm -hmm. smart, smart man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think, and then all of, and like I said, like it was black and Latino, the rest of the, the rest of the pastoral board, they were Mexican. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So they were, we were just talking about other things. And mm -hmm. I think for us, the age group that we were in, and the time that we were in California, like, I mean, there was the crack attack. Like, there was a crisis happening. Mm -hmm. Nobody had time to quibble over anything else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it was like our kids are dying in the streets. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being shot by each other. You mm -hmm. feel me? So we have other things we need to talk about right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think looking back, having this brilliant, brilliant pastor a black Panther father. And then just the, the realities of just the neighborhoods we were in. I just, I, I, you know, when you, when it's your home, you, you, 
you think everybody's home like home is like this. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So it was like, I assumed, you know, when you get to like Texas, Georgia, Alabama, and you're seeing like the 10 commandments on the wall at a restaurant, you're like, word, yo, that's crazy. (laughs) Dang, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? You thinking we saying the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so Yeah. yeah, but absolutely that deconstruction thing, it sounds to me like, you realized y'all were racist and you were being controlled. And I'm like, I mean, newsflash, you know, (laughs) like, so yeah, you right. Like that's, it was you, it's a uniquely like, it's a, it's a white experience. We had our own, like you said, we have our own thing. Yes. Got our own stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? that. Like, I'm not saying the black church was perfect. You feel me? Cause it ain't, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, we had our own stuff we had to let go of, but I think a lot of that, a lot of the baggage in the, in the common at least in the the zeitgeist now of deconstruction, which is even more funny to me because I'm like, this a, ain't this like a, a 2012 conversation? <laughs> y'all just talking about it now? Like y'all y'all consistently ten years behind. You know what I'm saying? You now talking about critical race theory, and I'm like, from the 50s? You talking about the thing from the 50s? You know, so yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think we knew history, man. Like, especially, yeah. like especially like in church. Uh, it, the, despite yeah. the fact that we spend the majority of our time looking at ancient writings, yeah, we like. I think we skipped over an entire history. Yeah. So that was when when I heard you talking at the Q thing. You were talking about the Irish and the, the, yeah, the yeah, migration yeah. of American, yeah. American, all this stuff that happened between the time the last ink went into canon. Yeah. So now there's yeah. a whole lot of shit that happened a that lot. like that yeah. affected where we are now that uh-huh. nobody really ever talks about. But to your point, the black church is experiencing this stuff. Yeah. So we don't have to like really deconstruct to understand that, that we need to be focused on the material circumstances of people in our neighborhood because Absolutely. our church is positioned right here. Yeah. Like Sister Collins' grandson just got shot two weeks ago. Absolutely. So it's not, so it's not like you need you don't your your life experience is giving you a yeah. different application yeah. for theology that mm-hmm. has to have more space than a suburban church could ever even imagine nailed it that's exactly it <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly Dude. it and that was my experience yeah yeah man i appreciate you man it's been it's been so great to chop it up with you man i know you got i think a book you I know do. Yeah, um, t- t- I-, I want everybody to know what you got going on so they can link up That's with dope, it. Man. Yeah, so the book's called Terraform. It's um, a collection of like poetry and short story around the idea of like what terraform means, which is science fiction word. Um, when you find a distant planet, the process of making that planet livable is called terraforming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use that as like a creative jump off of like, well, what if we treated earth like that you know that earth is becoming less and less livable so like what if we considered our literal planet and then maybe the culture the family the communities that we live in as like terraforming projects so that's kind of that's kind of the idea of it so it's it's a bunch of poems bunch of stories about like uh you know kind of like what we're saying interrogating our like origin stories interrogating you know where we got our norms from our culture and why is it like this like does it have to be what if you know we can make up a better stuff you know we we could do we could do something else i don't know if y'all know this <laughs> we could do something else we can't yeah. actually live without police because we've done it before it's like, been, it's... <laughs> police was made up at some point somebody made it up you know what I'm saying? Could, yeah for sure yeah yeah so 
so yeah, so that's that's kind of what that's that's what Terraform is about. And there's with that there are four music EPs um, that are titled around the chapters. Uh, there are two that are out already, which is the Culture and the Sky. And then there's the uh, next upcoming one's called the Soil um, that we're finishing up now. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, in the Hood Politics Pod that drops weekly. So yeah. And you're on all the socials, so I'll just... All of it. Prop hip-hop. You know, you got so much stuff going on. I'm going to put one link in the show notes. Y'all check out that one link Smart. so that y'all can, y'all can go find Prop and stay connected. Yep. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, homie. Thanks for having me, man. Yes, sir. All right, folks, that was Propaganda, and I appreciate all of you who are listening to this uh, podcast, who have rated, reviewed, shared, told people about it, especially all of you who are part of the Patreon community. Thank you for helping us to contend for a better world, one conversation at a time.